Welcome once again. This is another episode, episode 2, season 8, and I am your host, Fumuto Mako. Thanks once again for tuning in and taking your time to listen to my podcast. I really do appreciate it, and I do hope that you're having a productive day ahead of you as much as it is hot. But you know what? You gotta keep it pushing, stay hydrated, and always make sure that you put on your sunscreen because it is hella hot out here. But we gotta keep it pushing and keep moving forward, right? In the last episode, I spoke about the signs that you might be in a PT relationship. I know that was a hectic one and people don't like such topics, but we need to educate ourselves. We need to engage in these topics, you know, so that you have an idea what you need to do when you find yourself in certain situations like that. So I thank you for actually giving me feedback on the previous episode. So in today's episode, I'm going to talk about a topic that I find worthy listening to because it is relatable and it is something that you would actually be interested in listening and hearing about. So buckle up and sit comfortably, get your snacks ready, your drinks ready, whatever you're doing, whether you're driving, whether you're chilling or having your lunch, get comfortable because it's about to go down. So on today's topic, I'll be talking about how to limit yourself from oversharing. Hmm, quite deep. So a lot of times we often want to talk about ourselves, but oversharing is often more than just being friendly with the next person. And of course, you want to make sure that when people are around you, that they find you approachable. However, when using this method to make friends, or you may come across approachable, but it can sometimes backfire and ruin your reputation and your relationships. So when limiting yourself from oversharing, you must first understand what it is it exactly, what is oversharing, and how bad is it in the long run. Well, oversharing is seen as a way of disclosing inappropriate amount of detail about your personal life to form a bond or an intimacy with the person that you may be open with. So right now, I'm gonna get into full details and all the factors that are considered to be oversharing. This won't be easy, but it has to be said, the following factors are as follows. So, for instance, if you come across from a f- if you come across someone who's from a family that is mostly into oversharing, they don't filter things, they have conversations the way they are, they don't hide anything, they just tell it like it is, they tell it like all the way through you, just like, oh, this person is so blunt, hey? But that can be such a bad trait because you may think that it's a good trait but in fact it's not i mean think about it you just met this person and you're just oversharing a lot about yourself that is not cute i must say so moving along another factor is due to the fact that you feel isolated so a lot of times when you end up socializing you end up talking about things that you're not so supposed to be even talking about because you've been in a house for so long you've been so in isolation now when you go t- outside and socialize it can be kind of overwhelming because you don't know how to socialize you don't know what to say like read the room you know what i mean so yeah 
The relationship stage also has effect and you may find yourself telling your newly partner details about your life which sometimes may be an open space that could be could have been prevented. Yes, it's good to open up with your partner, but there are some things that are deeper which require require you not to overshare. Sometimes it's okay to be silent, you know. Yeah. There are actually a couple of signs of oversharing that that include the following. Telling your intimate details to your new friend or an acquaintance. Sharing highly profile information 24-7 on social media platforms. That's a sign not taking anyone's opinion. Well, it is something when you actually listen to someone's opinion and you take it to heart and then change your, your, your perspective, you know rather than always wanting to be right or always wanting to be the one that is talking so yeah also you may start noticing how many of your conversations may include some unnecessary information that is inappropriate you may have a bad trade and now the next step would be why do you find yourself oversharing what is the main factor behind all of this well, most of the times people overshare just need to vent sometimes and talk about the problems they're facing and at that particular moment. But, the, but that does not end well because it becomes difficult to differentiate between venting and oversharing. Now, when it comes to venting, it's very much different from oversharing because venting often occurs in a moment where both parties are having a conversation about a situation they both want went through, whereby with oversharing, it is often often triggered and can be dire because you end up in a much worse situation because you couldn't hold yourself together. And on top of that... Having stress contributes to not having self-control. Some of the stresses may include the following. Grief of over a lost one or illness, feeling like you have a setback in life, relationship issues, not succeeding in the, in the fast pace, work-related issues. We all know that work-related issues has us on chocolate, but okay, we keep it moving either way. All these have some power into making one overshare and the mental resources that often open a space for this behavior are often trauma-based, making it impossible to find yourself not oversharing because you can't control your thoughts, your action. That is so deep and which is kind of true. When you look at people who overshare, they've often mostly been through trauma and sometimes they just want to be heard you know and that's how it is so let us not judge but i'm just sharing and i hope that this episode can help you understand better when it comes to people who overshare and when it comes to you if you overshare what can you do to limit yourself so the next steps you can take further to learn how to stop oversharing by implementing the following details that I'm going to be sharing with you. So number one, limit yourself when it comes to talking. 
By having self-limitation, it allows you to talk only a few minutes, then proceed to have the person ask a question and make sure you listen and be considerate enough to answer what is being asked. If it happens that you see through the entire conversation, that then it actually means that you're hogging the entire conversation, which is something that you don't want. Number two, think through before you speak. Before you engage in a topic, have an inner talk with yourself and ask yourself this question. Do I really want to share this information? If you find yourself saying in your head, no, then probabilities are high enough to consider not sharing. But bear in mind that this, this is where the level of most relationships can be affected because details of the conversations are most heard. So you may want to make sure that you gather your thoughts through and filter out details that should be kept confidential because they, there will be times where your partner might use what you told them against you, which is something that you don't want. And on the third one, you have... Have some respect for people's boundaries. Oversharing sometimes may be something that is done conscious or unconsciously. People who overshare may not be able to sense a person's boundaries. In some families, oversharing may be something that is normal, like I said. Number four, don't be too pompous. People who overshare can tend to not know when to stop. They may come across as someone that is overly accomplished or pompous. Self-awareness assists in this case not to overshare in a pompous way even though some people may be interested that doesn't mean the next person may might be interested in what you have to say learn to read the room and when to be silent this is where silence is important because it allows the space to have a little bit of breather Silence is definitely the most challenging aptitude one can have. People who overshare often find it difficult to sit quietly without oversharing. While it may be a norm to some people, to some people, it's not. And this may indicate some kind of psychological problems such as anxiety disorder. So they tend to overshare because they grew up where they were never listened to. So every chance they get, they overshare. Number six, balance the conversation out. Conversations are not meant to be one-sided, but when, but when conversing, there should be a mutual communication. Efforts should be met on both ends. Making sure to minimize your time when talking and that you don't dominate the other person when you are having a conversation. Ask and give the person a platform to express themselves and have a normal conversation it should be a give and a take type of conversation not all the way take 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 you taking so much you're not even giving the person space to speak right so there needs to be a balance so moving along now this one is interesting and i think all these steps will help you to become a better person and how to actually know when you're oversharing so number seven be articulate enough people overshare tend to get into unnecessary details or extended conversation so in order to deal with oversharing start journaling all your thoughts reading them out loud instead of taking or instead of talking to the next person and start polishing up your conversation skills. 
This may take some time, but it is something that may not happen over time, but it is definitely something that you must consider doing. Number eight, learn to improve your listening skills. I think when they were teaching us English, they, they, they said something along the lines, listening is a skill. So some people still haven't found that and they haven't niched that. So it's okay. But learn to improve your listening skills. Practice what is called active listening. This method is known to improve the mutual understanding when it comes to a conversations or situations that are stressful. Active listening involves paying extensive attention to the person you're having a conversation with, giving the person undivided attention and providing a feedback that makes sense and not discrediting what the person is telling you. Also pay attention to the person's body language. Body language is so important because it shows you what the person is feeling and it shows you everything that you need to know. It's very telling. Whether the person is comfortable or not comfortable, you may just gauge that and you'll be able to notice that, you know what, it's a wrap. Number nine, learn to be self-aware. This allows you to recognize when you have overstepped your boundaries and it helps you to tone down oversharing. Start by going through what you're going to say. This and this is relevant enough to be talked about is this relevant does this require me to talk about this you know so learn to do that as well be self-aware number 10 keep comments appropriate this will help balance out the conversation because you're sticking to the conversation and not off ramping get straight to the point avoid me avoid making the conversation a drag as much as you want to spice it up but sometimes you just have to get to the point 11 consider therapy if all attempts have failed because certainly there will come a time for you to consider an option of seeking professional help with all that information provided, I hope you can take some of the advice and learn a thing, one or two things about this. Share with your fellow mates or someone that may be interested. Once again, thanks for tuning in. You are appreciated. Until then, I am signing out. I am your host, Homo Tomago. And I'm out. Bye.